Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Go. <laughs> what happened? Hold on for technical difficulties. Episode 29 yeah. of Danish and O'Neill, starting out with a real bang right there. Uh, was that uh, was that OPP or just the Jackson 5? It was both. Yeah, but I didn't know. We never got to the... That was uh, OPP. I'm not down with OPP. My, uh, my computer is starting to get old. I'm starting to have more and more problems with Technical her. issues? And uh, that, was, that was the case in point right there. I was pressing play on uh, that song and it was not doing anything. But I'm the Danish. Hey, uh, this is uh, Ryan O'Neill. Boy, yo, 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 It's episode 29. Feel fine. 69. 69? It's oh. the new song. Is anybody even 69 anymore? I'm, not, I'm a fan of the 69. Really? Oh, yeah. I like it. I'm not a fan. Well, you're not a fan of uh, oral sex on a lady, so... I'm not a huge fan, no, but so 69 think, is the... Well, you would think, obviously, if you don't like that, you're not going to like I need that. some titties. <laughs> I need well, some titties in t- my face. There's still titties to wear at the other end. I need to wear some sunglasses or some glasses that have titties inside them so I can see titties. Well, you got to move your knees it. and your shins to get some tit feels. You see, you just knee the titties back and forth. You, you got to pinch hey, the nipple between your knees. Keep busy. Oh, man. Well, keep busy. Uh, well, uh, all you can do. I got a quick couple shout outs off the top. I'd like to apologize personally to Candace, not Courtney. Yeah. Uh, O'Neill met you. I wasn't there. I probably would have forgot your name as well. But it's Candace. Shout out to the fight nanny. I'll give I'll give the shout out for that. That was my blunder. And then uh, I knew it was with a C, though, but I'm terrible with names, but I should have remembered her. You're lucky. She's lucky you didn't throw a C-bomb and just think that was her name. <laughs> old, oh, my God, let's say. Old Cuntrin. Come on. Uh, our only South American reviewer sent a copy of his review. Dave is a guy who's tweeted us all the time. Here I was thinking he was an American. This guy is a South African. Really? Yeah. Old Dave. Yeah, Dave the South what African. What was the review? Uh, I didn't really read. I didn't look at it. <laughs> you didn't give this I guy. did read it, but it was like a week ago. Okay. I don't. I didn't write it down because, like, you know, like 
He just uh, screenshotted it. Okay. Um, but thank you, Dave. But also, you're doing a bit of a poor job spreading the word in South Africa. You may want to get at least yeah. one more reviewer on Apartheid's there. over. It's time to spread the word to yep. all races. Blacks. That Dave O'Neill is the hot podcast to be listening to. South African Latinos. I don't know if... <laughs> <laughs> I think right now, people. If you know the carjacking that goes on in South Africa is fucking insane. Unaware of the carjacking there. They have devices where if you're getting carjacked, you can hit a button and flames engulf the guy that's trying to steal your car. Jesus, what are they running? Some sort of fucking uh, racing car movie there? Some no. like road race? Dude, they, lo- they cops drive around with machine guns. They shoot carjackers on site. Just fucking blast them with machine guns. You get your Jesus. car back with bullet holes in it. That's cool. Yeah. And then uh, the mayor of Applebee's is uh, now following us. I saw that. And uh, he said he wanted us to say that he's been spreading the word at the restaurant. So thank you. <laughs> Didn't he want to shout out to people that work there? Uh, he said he wanted a shout out for himself. He's the mayor. He was elected by, I guess, Applebee employees uh, <laughs> and people who go there. So what's up, mayor? And then uh, a quick follow-up. Uh, a quick, if we did any research for this show or during the show... I looked up the Minute Clinic, Minute Clinic update last week. Yeah. I'm getting over strep throat. I feel good. Still on the antibiotics. Okay. Uh, went to the Minute Clinic, and we were talking about whether they're doctors or not. Google it. They're nurse practitioners and physician assistants. <laughs> what a scam. Not real doctors. You but they do work weekends. <laughs> Who cares? And they give you their phone number, and you can sext them. They give you their personal, is that part of the minute clinic treatment? No, they really don't. You can get your personal phone number. I just got it because uh, the guy thought I was hot. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of hot, I was just down in uh, San Diego, beautiful La Jolla. Yeah. Uh, Childhood friend of mine, went to high school and college with him as well. Guy's on the PGA Tour, and he was playing uh, the Farmer's Insurance Invitational or something Was he like wearing that? the Danish and O'Neill shirt that he, we paid for sponsorship we for? We did pay uh, to, for him and so a couple other guys on tour to wear it, and he <laughs> yeah. did wear the Danish and O'Neill polo. Uh, can you stop turning that thing? The squeaking's driving me crazy. What thing? The chair thing. It's, are you serious? It keeps stop, squeaking. Stop shaking your leg? Fine. But it's Christ. not making a squeaking noise. It's not picking it up. I'm picking it up. <laughs> right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was down in La Jolla. I saw him play uh, Thursday. I left yesterday. Do you see? I've got a bit of a sunburn line uh, on my forehead and on my nose. Little, yeah, but uh, it, was be- it was nice. It was a good time. Got, got a real inside look because I was going with him every day in the morning before he would play. Yeah, and I'd stay with him after. I was getting a real inside look into the world of golf. Very interesting scene. It's like a traveling carnival. These guys are just place to place every week. The camaraderie surprised me. A lot of handshaking, a lot of how's it going. But why wouldn't there be? You they think, they oh, play every week together. No, but you just think they're competing. So, like, they'd be yeah, rivalries. But yeah, but what about NBA teams where rival guys, like, hang out and they're best friends? But in the 80s. There was no, there was no friendship in the NBA. <laughs> Whatever. Dude. AAU what basketball. It's true. AAU basketball. There was no friends in the NBA. There was friends, but like during the season, they wouldn't hang out. They wouldn't go to dinner. A lot of them. I'm serious. Oh, I know, but you're talking like 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. I'm just 80s. saying, like anybody, any group of people that travel together, whether they're competing or not, 
ultimately in golf, you are competing against someone, but you're competing against yourself more than anything. Yeah. It's a total mental game. And then the caddies, uh, the caddies, like a real fraternity, a real group of uh, interesting guys. There was one guy who looked like Louis Anderson. He was about three bills. I don't know how the hell he did it. I swear to God. Was, <laughs> halfway through, did the guy have to carry his own bags? I don't know. Guy's like, I can't do it anymore. I man. saw him reaching into the bag for some hamburgers and stuff oh, at the bottom. Got to keep that weight up. Dude, I, just walking it, I heard a guy who had a Fitbit. I do not have one. Have a what? A Fitbit, like a thing on your, you know, like the Apple oh, tells you how much okay. you walk. Uh, I, I think not as a player, they walk like crow's distance pretty much. Yeah. But as a spectator, they like have shit roped. So you're doing a lot of like yeah. extra walking. I think it was like seven miles a day to follow someone 18 holes. I could see that. So by the end, I was like pretty fatigued. Three days of seven mile walks every day. Yeah. But it was uh, overall, it was good. I had a lot of fun. It was fun seeing my buddy play. Got off to a good start. Because he listened uh, to the Danish and O'Neill podcast? Uh, he said he has a problem with his phone. That when his phone, like, you know, when your phone's like uh, the light or it's on, the display's on. Yeah. He said when it goes dark, it shuts off. Oh. So he. Uh, he's got to fix his settings, dude. Yeah. So he said, uh, I don't know how much he's heard. But he did. He did get to see me. He was jonesing to see me perform comedy. He's never seen me perform, and I told him that our friend was in town, Court McCowan. Yeah, comedian, comedy store guy. He's a caddy for uh, a pro golfer. Sometimes he actually hooked me up with this sweet all access pass that my friend couldn't even get me. Really, Court? Hey, well, he's though. like the he's the mayor of wherever he goes. But yeah, he. But he like at this place, he was like the, the legit mayor. Like this lady loved him, who gave me the free pass. Yeah. And so I asked him if I could do a guest spot. Uh, Court and Brenton Biddlecombe, who came from uh, the Hollywood Comedy Store as well, were nice enough to let me go up at the La Jolla Comedy Store, did a 10-minute spot. And uh, you know how it goes when you're doing those spots in front of a a long-time buddy. You just want to have it be okay to good set. You you tell me, you go, I'm fine, no matter what the outcome is. No, I really was. But you do want... You know, you do want it to be good. Of course. You don't want it to suck, yes. yeah. Yeah, because that's their own... If you have a small serving size, they're like, this yeah. guy sucks. I mean, if they know you, they no, know but in the, You know what I mean, though? Like, they're like, oh, th- he could be bad. There's, I mean, it's more that way than it is. Yeah, I don't... I don't yeah. But, uh, yeah, the show it's, went well. He seemed to uh, enjoy himself, so that was... Did uh, you guys stay the whole time? Uh, we went and got some pizza after I performed, and then we went back oh, okay. for the end of the show. And Court had... Uh, a really good golfer there to see him, the Swedish guy. That, that he knows? Through his other... Yeah, oh yeah, he doesn't know him. Really, like they kind of just met there through court. Okay. And then the second show, court had one of the most famous golfers in the world, this 29-year-old hotshot named Ricky Fowler went to the show. Really? And it's like a, kind of a big deal wherever that guy goes because like TMZ, like he's a big... A big story. <laughs> is he? So, yeah, he really I've never is. never heard of him. He's like a big deal in the golf world. Oh. Some of these guys are wearing some weird apparel. Like the new trend, it's, I don't know. Maybe this has been always. I don't yeah. really follow golf. These guys are wearing skin tight pants. <laughs> like skinny jeans? Like the guy, I swear to God, like skinny like golf pants. Like skin tight. <laughs> Show me a picture. And then Ricky Fowler, I saw him. He didn't make the cut, by the way. Of course, my friend did. Really? A lot of guys. Phil Mickelson, what did, uh, Phil what Mickelson did Rob didn't make the cut. What did Rob finish up at? Uh, let's not say my friend's oh. name, Rob Johnson. 
Okay, so Jesus Christ, <laughs> you go out and you start preaching where he works and what he does. Uh, he fi- what did he finish? Oh, they didn't finish today because of the rain and wind. No, he is one holiest to stay tomorrow. Oh, to Jesus play Christ, it. today is Sunday, by the way. Uh, let me show you some some golf fashion here. Ricky Fowler, I saw him on the putting green. I didn't see him play at all. Was wearing um, khaki skinny golf pants and then like scrunchy bottoms so like skin tight on the ankle high top nike golf like a very bizarre like skinny zubaz uh kind of with like an elastic around the ankle yeah with high top (laughs) golf shoes very bizarre why isn't there regulation on what you can and can't wear i don't think so i think i mean you wear like jeans but i think if you wear like what's considered golf pants <laughs> but these guys are really all right. Well, that's uh, that's an interesting turn of events. It's the, the golf, golf fat here. I'll fashion show you, I'll world. Show you the picture. Um, let me see this. He's sponsored by Puma. <laughs> Puma? Is this him? Does he just have a picture of the pants? Here's uh, here's one pair. His hair is very short right now. It's not as it's uh. One pair of pants. No, it's not that off from what they have. I mean, it's a little bit. It's not like those aren't skinny jeans by any means. That was that's not the best pick, but I was just hold on. Let me see if I can find another one here. To me, that doesn't seem that far off as compared to what they wear. It's got that weirdo design on it and all that shit. Uh, what's this dude's name? Where's he from? Ricky Fowler. Where's he from? Uh, I don't know where he's from. Tell you the truth. All right. Well, Probably we can look it up somewhere. In a, I mean, I get the, I get the yeah, general you get the idea. gist of it. But if you saw, it's not. They're not skin tight by any means. These are pretty tight. These are pretty tight panties. Yeah, those are tighter, but it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's still. There's a little, little tighter fitting than usual. Really show off the golfer's form. And show your dingus off to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's like an old baseball pants. Pretty funny, like, because, you know, this place, they get real pissed if you make noise and all the people working there are volunteers, but then there are people there who are just fucking wasted. I'm sure. And they're just, like, yelling and... Do they boot them? Uh, I didn't see anyone get booted, but I did see ca- a couple caddies were really giving some people talking to in the crowd. <laughs> hey, you want to... Can you stop moving, please? On the on the car path? Can you tell them to go fuck themselves? If you want, but you I mean, get technically, out. yeah. I mean, what's uh, how many people show up to these a events? Ten thousand? I don't. It's hard to say just because it's everyone's. Well, that's what I mean. How many? Out. Like, I have no idea. I just was following my friends. So you know, it's like yeah. hard to say. I mean, some areas are just people who just stay right where. Like most people pick a spot and stay there. But I was like moving. You know, you yeah. don't hold. The was there hole. any chicks uh, showing their titties? No, but the tournament that's coming up this coming weekend is in Arizona, yeah. and it's notoriously the most rowdy tournament like <laughs> all time in golf. And Anything it's like, in Arizona, it's man. all Arizona it's State all. college students, and yeah. there's a lot of titties, and there's no rules on yelling and stuff. A lot of heckling. Wait, why are there no rules in Arizona? It's just it's been established that this is the party tournament, and if you don't like it, then fuck you. <laughs> I like and if that. a player a complains, they, these people ride them for the whole fucking time. Oh, so someone says shut them up, they're like, fuck they you. They go crazy. Like a, like they, I guess it's just literally like a drunken oh, fraternity great. party. See, that's what I need to go to. I like that. That's this coming weekend. My buddy, uh, he decided he was not going to. He had to fly there tomorrow after his one hole to finish and try to qualify. And he said, fuck it, I'm going home. 
Oh, wow. Well, he's missing in the rowdy one then. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one where not a lot of people show up? That might be the one to go to because that might be the one that you're, you've got a, like a great shot at winning. I think, I'm think i assuming Tiger never played that because it seems like that Dude, would be are you his... kidding? <laughs> Tiger probably, that's the place. But he hates to... the noise. He takes people's cameras. He's thrown people's cameras no, before. No, but, but he might just show up to fuck. Eh, maybe. That seems like the poon capital of golf right there. Yeah, it's I I, I a couple That's friends. Tigers of mine. Woods right there. That is That's, Tigers it's, Woods. It's, I had two friends from high school who live in the San Diego area. They came as well. And they've been going to that tournament in Arizona. One had his bachelor party there. He said he's been to it seven <laughs> times. <laughs> this fucking, he said it's insane. It's he, like hedonism for dude, golf. He he does like he sometimes I think his second job is he like promotes for um like club events. Yeah. He was trying to get me to go down there this coming weekend for a Mardi Gras. And I was like, fuck no. For like club of, what do you mean? Like, like bars and clubs? Yeah. So like this coming weekend, they're doing like a Mardi Gras and he has like a block party that he's running it's, and he had to bring in the music, you know, yeah, like all yeah. that. And so he, um, he said it was like insane. He's like, just insanity. <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't even know this existed. In the yeah, golf world. The Phoenix open, I believe it's called. <laughs> Yeah, the Phoenix is open. If you want to see some tits, he said, uh, and the, uh, both of them said, both friends, not the golf buddy, but these two other guys, said that people in Arizona are like more vain and could be hotter than the L.A., you know, like in terms of the fake titties and the uh, the whole nine. Said so it's like this whole Yeah, scene. but he lives in San Diego. Yeah. He doesn't live in L.A. I think he'd come, I don't know. Yeah, but you... So I'm, you're saying no? You're I've, I've heard people it? that have lived everywhere say... That the chicks, I mean, this is where you go. You don't go to Arizona if you're the hot chick of your town. But maybe LA chicks are going there. Are abandoning LA? Or for, go, no, just for this weekend. Dude, they're going to the valley to do porn. They're not. Well, That's you true. know, there has been an influx of pornography to Arizona, Arizona and yeah. Florida, but those still aren't the hottest chicks. It's true. I don't know. You've got to live here in order to make that judgment call. <laughs> By the way, Quick uh, belated shout out to Ryan from Don Carlos Taco Shop. When I stepped foot in the La Jolla Comedy Store, Mike Vin, bartender to the oh, stars of Vin. the La Jolla Comedy Store, asked if I had seen Ryan from Don Carlos. Said he's such a big Danish and O'Neill fan. What? That he's constant. We've met him before years ago. Oh, that was uh, down there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I haven't been down there in eight years. Neither have I. Yeah. But, uh, and so he said, he's always asking him, have you heard the latest Danish and O'Neill? What? Did you hear what they've been talking about? <laughs> Spreading the word. Whoa. For the Danish and O'Neill show. I love it. Ryan from Don Carlos Taco Shop, our unofficial sponsor in La Jolla. If you're on Pearl Street across from the comedy store in La Jolla, please stop yeah. in. Eat a taco. That's awesome. This man loves comedy and he loves him some Danish and O'Neill. Well, Ryan, I love tacos and burritos. I'm about and to come down there. I After my set, you can ask my friend if he's ever on this show. I went across the street. Well, you won't even allow us to say his name on I here. I stopped So in. I doubt he's going to show up on the show. He might, as Mr. X, the PGA Jesus. golf member. You, if you're going on the show, you're giving your real name. <laughs> I stopped in at a Don Carlos taco shop. He was not working, sadly. Oh, <laughs> but I did stop in. You can ask your employee. He had glasses. He was working the register. I said, "Is Ryan here tonight?" He said, "No, he's not." You know what? We should ask him if we can put in one of the, like a cardboard cutout, a, 
life size cutout of us, but our heads are cut out, and you could put your head where our head is. It says Danish and O'Neill, and you can take a photo. Maybe for Don Carlos Taco Shop, it should say Los Danish and O'Neill. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry I didn't tweet it out or anything. It was a really last minute uh, gig. It was one night only, so sorry for anyone in the San Diego area if you wanted to see me. But uh, maybe the next time I'm there, eight years from now, we'll, uh, we'll catch up. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any, uh, any, any news to get to on your phone? Any- I do. I have some uh, people. Uh, so somebody that went to high school, my high school in Indiana, hit me up. He went to high school with my brother and sister, actually. Do you know this person? I don't. He just goes, his email is General Mills. Okay. I feel like I've got an email from him before, but the way he's emailing me now, it sounds like, like I've is never this heard man from him. General Mills, the serial magnate? I don't think so. I don't think it was a General Mills in our high school. Okay. <laughs> he said, "Yo, what's up?" After hearing you guys on Ari's show and on Punch Trunk, I started listening to you guys' show and old Boner City shit. It's fucking hilarious. It blew me away to hear someone from Valpo. I grew up there and was in class in '94 with your brother and sister. Hearing the old stories cracks me the fuck up. Love the MMA talk. I used to wrestle, and this guy. Used to fight a little, and he trained in Phuket, dude. Wow, Phuket. In, in Thailand for a bit. Did, um, this, um, did this guy wrestle for the VHS, Valpo High? He must have. What was your mascot? For, for wrestling? The whole oh, we had a Viking. You were the Valpo Vikings? The Valpo Vikings, Oh, they went dude. with the V. You could have been the Vaginas. <laughs> yeah, that's, it was a toss-up between those it two. Was that, the Vaginas, and the Velociraptors, but uh, I guess the Vikings won out. Yeah. Oh, were you ever the Viking, like for football games, and you'd go like? Yeah, I used the field? to. I used to dress up. I had a ton of school pride and town pride. I Dude, bet. fuck that place. <laughs> if anything I could do to sabotage it, I was in. Uh, and also, remember Quentin, our old friend Quentin. I do remember Quentin from the Boner City days. I was worried we haven't heard from him in a long well, time. Well, he's back and he's in full flavor. Uh, he said they just listened to the podcast, and he actually has a PTSD service dog. That uh, he has flown with, and oddly enough, it is a, it's a huge Saint Bernard. But I'll I'll, said, I'll, be, I'll be willing to cut slack. Well, no, hold on. But he he said the thing is, I made sure that I had a bulkhead seat, and it wasn't a full flight, and I didn't have to sit next to anyone. And he just laid on the floor. And then he, he ever go, just dropped a huge, big old shit right in the aisle there. He said he shits in his pocket. In his and pocket or the dog has a pocket that he shits no, in? No, like if the dog has to shit, he shits in Quentin's pocket. He oh. wears cargo shorts. Takes <laughs> That's huge interesting. interesting. And then, of course, Quentin went with his traditional row of titty picks. <laughs> You'll accept those from him still. I will. Because he has the best ones and, and he always has. And he's grandfathered in yeah. before the shutdown. Those are big. He has some of the best titties in the business. Is this part of the PTSD? Like the army uh, sends these women in to pose in your apartment? <laughs> I think it. I think it is. Oh, it could be man. part of it. Uh, uh, I've got some other stuff, but we'll, let's do move on to something else, the and then we'll yeah. uh, throughout the episode. I'll pepper them in. Old uh, Jason and Frank, great minds think alike. What's great about what we got going now is that people see articles. And Barbara can she Barbara can worry about her children or dry her or dry cleaning whatever else. I thought we, you were gonna say her dry vagina. That as well. This was sent by Jason and Frank both. Uh, Whoa. Sent this to us uh, on Twitter at Dana O'Neill. This is from Detroit CBS Local dot com. Uh, new level of distracted driving was reached when a 58 year old man. <laughs> 
Allegedly preoccupied by a pornographic movie on his phone. <laughs> While he's driving, crashed and rolled his vehicle. Happened at about 3.30 a.m., a little late night porno on a Sunday Jesus on the ramp. Christ. From the lodge to I-75 in Detroit, Michigan. State police told some shitty radio station. Uh, he said he's never encountered this on the roadway. The, the head cop, he said, we see people putting on makeup, see people doing different things as far as hygiene, as far as reading books. It's almost to the fact that there's so much technology out there. A lot of people are more paying attention to what they're doing other than driving their cars. Uh, Clifford Ray Jones of Detroit was partially ejected through the sunroof when his <laughs> partially ejected. I, love, I, can, I just picture somebody finding this guy. He's half in, half out of his sunroof when his with his dick in his is, hand. Is his, was he jerking it? When his 1996 Toyota rolled, and he was thrown from the vehicle and died. <laughs> oh shit! This guy died. Uh, he oh, wasn't man. wearing pants. Please told <laughs> Jesus Fox Christ. Too. He's going to shit stay in those seats. No other drivers were struck. <laughs> I'm sorry to Jesus. Laugh, but it's I, mean, a, I feel bad for the family, but dude. It's a funny way so to So this la- guy was jerking it while driving, while watching porno. Yeah. Yeah. What the? F- I bet you he has a family, a huge family. And this is the only free time he has to jerk it is while he's driving to work. This is a new segment we have where it's called O'Neill delivers the eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Clifford Ray Jones of Detroit. He's Clifford Ray Jones, fifty-eight. I don't know anything about him. He was he was a great man, very passionate about his pornography. Uh, there was often times where at work he would be watching a porno. He'd let us all know. A lot of times he wouldn't even put his hard dick away. It would already still be out. He'd still be stroking it while he raved about this great porno he just saw. And often on his way on his drive to work. <laughs> He was a critic for many pornographic magazines, and he didn't have enough time to fit all the porno in, so he would sometimes do it on his way to work. I have a question. This is Danish. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. During the eulogy. Yes. Uh, Can you tell us what porno, do you know what he was watching when he died, tragically? (laughs) I'm sure it was forced blowjobs. Was it POV? Was it cream pie? I'm sure it was 100% POV forced blowjobs. Okay, was it deep throat gagging? Yeah, I'm sure there's puking on it involved in all that. Can we give it a quick plug? Because if it was good enough to die for... (laughs) (laughs) It was... It was uh, forced Latino slut blowjobs number 12. Oh, wow. Well, and it, and he said, he even said, if I die watching this, it was worth it. said, at least I went out doing what I love, driving my car, <laughs> watching porno and jerking off, feeding my ball back. Dude, what did he have? Like a, He must have one of those handicaps uh, things that clamp onto your steering wheel I that you can know. steer I, maybe Holy you were steering shit. it with his dick. Put the dick in between. You know how like the steering wheel sometimes has like the separation. Oh my. The crazy thing is he was going fast enough to roll the car. How the fuck are you driving that fast while you're watching porno? You know what happened? Maybe, you know, have you ever like uh, jizzed and your leg kind of shakes? Maybe it hit the pedal. He like jizzed <laughs> all over his dashboard. <laughs> maybe, dude, maybe he had a stuck throttle in the 96 Toyota. That's, uh, I don't know. You're the car man here, but. Dude, that's let that be a lesson. That's the worst way. It's if I were his family, I would pretend. If they came to me and told me how he died, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, we're not related to him. We haven't seen him." I in think years. you just cremate him, regardless of his wishes, and just hope that no one. I think you sees just, the I think paper. tell him to throw him in the river. <laughs> just get rid of him, dude. I, that's a, what do you say when you're at this fucking funeral? I mean, part of, if you're a, a close family member, you must be distraught, but also. You have to be like, fuck this guy. 
you would crash while jerking off. My question is, is you know how you, they do the drunk driving uh, displays with the crashed car? Do they put this car That's out and say, point. don't beat your they dick? They do it with the texting, too. <laughs> don't beat your dick and watch porno while yeah. you're driving. Too much technology. Too much to handle. Dude, I, I don't know. I feel like the family washes their hands of this. You can't honestly go to that funeral with pride and be Did, like, I'm glad that this man was my father or this man was my husband. It didn't mention if he was married or had kids or anything. I, I don't know. It I think like, he did. Uh, what other reason would there to be to jerk in your car unless you have a house that you can't jerk it in? Clearly, it couldn't wait. to. Why the pants were off? Remains a mystery. Is, why couldn't you just pull them down a bit? Or you think it flew off when he... <laughs> I think he go. I think he's like a guy who pisses in a urinal with his pants around his ankles. I think he went pants around the ankles, shit streak the interior of the car. Detective Danish would like to know: Was this a creative crazy suicide? No. <laughs> yeah, <everybody laughs> suicide. dude. If you're gonna get suicide, I'd rather just go out suicide style than have this on my record. Why you jump off a bridge looking at porno and jerking off? No, no, just jump off a bridge like a man. <laughs> Don't, don't be like you don't want to see that porno is the last image no well why don't you if you love porno that much you need to be watching it while you kill yourself why don't i just stick around and jerk it that's true you're not even going to see the porno yeah. that comes out do you think he was saddened uh, do, you, he, do you think maybe he finished and fell asleep at the wheel this is going to remain a mystery. I think we made it to do Detective Harry Bunchums on yeah. the case. <laughs> Put some Bunchums on the road on this guy and see what, what it comes up with. Uh, see, see what gets stuck in it. I mean, I, I would honestly love to talk to the family just to be like, if anyone knows, I don't know uh, how the fuck any you of the family, go. let's we'll wait like a few months just to respect them. But then we would like to interview them on the show or anybody on this show who's ever had a close family member die in a horrifically embarrassing situation how was it handled and you can have o'neill youth uh you give him a eulogy yeah. on the show email me at o'neill the ass kicker at <laughs> yahoo.com that's o'neill o-n-e-i-l-l the ass kicker at yahoo.com what a fucking what a way to go man <laughs> oh. what would be what's the worst way to go though what is more embarrassing than this uh <laughs> I guess if the porno was like kitty porn, I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm saying, what's a more, is there a more embarrassing way to die? I mean, getting fucked to death by a horse is pretty bad. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, that's a bad one. At least this guy's watching real, por- you know, he's but watching wait, people fuck. What's the top five most embarrassing ways to I go out? Say death by horse fucking. I mean, that's number, <laughs> that's the fucking, that's the, uh, that's the fucking, I don't even know what. The Mount Everest of embarrassing things that have happened it's, to you. It's got to be up there. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. What could you do? I mean, I guess... Like things that like... Elvis was pretty bad. He was taking a shit and he died. Wasn't he eating a sandwich too? He's, yeah, he was eating a duty sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that's sh- bad if you're... But I mean... That's bad for you, the They find you on it's the not, fucking... I don't yeah. know. It's like you're, not, you're just taking a shit. Everyone takes a shit. I mean, maybe like things that like you do that are like so stupid that cause you to die. You know what I mean? Like, but also, yeah, like if you're trying to stick your dick in a toaster oven or something. I mean, that's all like, yeah, it all comes down to weird fucking things. I think it almost all will come down to that. I think if you're like caught cheating on a spouse and you die doing it and it's like a 500 pound woman and your wife's like kind of hot or something would be like you just you're like this closeted chubby chaser. Or, you know, it would be a bad one is if you're big into face sitting in the 
lady stays on you too long and you die. Or if you're into uh, bird bathing where they're like peeing in your mouth and you end up drowning. That'd be embarrassing. But you get, you know, you, you know that a lot of drownings take place actually after when they're out of the water hours later because they've sucked water into their lungs and then it kills them. What later. if you die via like? I'm trying to think. I mean, it's hard. Embarrassing. It's tough. Other than uh, die, drown in a bathtub of diarrhea. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! I mean, most people can swim well. In what those. if you were a duty eater and you died of some disease you caught from some bad duty? That's your second duty. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going most embarrassing. I don't think it's going to be like. Just... Uh, I don't know. I may have to think about this and come back next week with a list <laughs> with a list of the most of embarrassing my top things. five. <laughs> I think I think obviously autoerotic asphyxiation is a bad way to go out, but embarrassing. you can cover that up with suicide. That's but, an easy way to get out. But easy. it is embarrassing, though. Yeah. Say a child punches you in the face and you just die from it. It's a bad way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> like a mini Chuck Liddell. What about like a ball shot? People start laughing when it happens, but then it somehow kills like you. Like Houdini punched in the stomach, dude. That's a bad way to go. It ruptured that appendix. Yeah, he didn't know. But that's not that embarrassing. I mean, that's like a medical condition. I don't know. I'm going to brainstorm. In the meantime, let's take it to Yahoo. Barbara Hernandez was hot on this story when it came out. (laughs) Hot on the case. Ah, this is, you better be ready. You better get your blood pressure cuff on because this is going to really piss you off. (laughs) Okay. By the way, a guy who listens to us named Kevin in New York Oh, I saw his it, blood pressure is like 200 over something. And he was loving it. He said, I uh, <laughs> was he loving said, it. I said, you may want to get checked out. He said, I'm married with three kids. I'm ready for death. I liked his Al Bundy spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Real hatred. He didn't give a fuck. Uh, so this is, uh, this is a story about a man named Ronald Jackson. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ronald Jackson. Ronnie J. When Ronald Jackson found a text he thought was rude. And inappropriate on his then 12-year-old daughter's phone in September of 13, he took the cell phone away. But the child's mother, Michelle Stepp, balked at his action. She called the police. <laughs> what? How do you call the police on somebody Step, for taking a phone away? Stepp and Jackson have not been a couple for years, and Stepp's now married to a Grand Prairie, Texas copper. When the police showed up Jackson's door later that day and asked for the iPhone 4 back, Jackson refused. Whoa. At that point, I decided the police don't interfere with my ability to parent my daughter, he told uh, some local TV station on whenever this came out. Who bought the phone? He did. Oh, so he is the rightful owner of this motherfucker. But Step insisted that the phone belonged to her. And three months after Jackson refused to return it, he got a citation in the mail for theft of property. Oh, my God. He was offered a plea deal in January oh, 14. fuck. If he would return the phone. Instead, Jackson said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Hired an attorney and re- Ronnie. requested a jury trial. Yeah. This is going to go bad for him, though. You never want to go in front of a jury. The case moved to Dallas County, and unbeknownst to Jackson, a warrant was issued for his arrest. Police showed up at his door around 2 a.m. in April 2015. Wait, why? This is years later. But they had a jury trial set, right? Yeah, but they issued an arrest. (laughs) Cops also don't come to your house at 2 a.m. to come get you. They cuffed him, took him to jail. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He said it made no sense to me for them to show up and make a big deal out of something that was a small thing. Couldn't believe they would go to this extent for a cell phone. It didn't seem right. Posted $1,500 bail, released after a night in jail. $1,500 this motherfucker had to spend? Yeah. 
Dude, just because this fucking asshole new husband cop yeah. of the ex-wife. One of his attorneys said, I've never seen anything like it. You would think we were on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> Disgusted with what's going on. What a f- this is f- So did they end up going to trial? After a two-day trial, which Jackson's daughter, who seems like a terrible human being to take part in all this, got her father arrested with her bitch of a mother. Now 15, testified... Uh, the, ju- the, the judge, Lisa Green, ordered the jury to find Jackson not guilty. Yeah, J- Ronnie, Ronnie. <laughs> Citing insufficient evidence to prove a theft charge. Step disagrees the mother with the verdict. Even if you purchase something with your own money and have a receipt, wait, wait, it's you not yours. Bitch, shut the fuck up, you fucking cunt. He purchased it. It is his right to do whatever the fuck he wants with it. She said, it's not yours. Someone can take it from you. You should shove it up her fucking pussy, you piece of shit. <laughs> She's married to a cop. You I don't give don't a fuck. Do that. Where is he, in Texas? He fuck. said, although Jackson said he won the case and is allowed to keep the phone, he said he has had, sep- had to separate himself from the mother and the daughter because of this incident. That's crazy, man. He said, I can't ever have a relationship with him again, and I think you're making the right move, yeah. Ronnie. Yes. These two women are bad fucking news. Dude, this is just classic abuse of fucking power, man. She t- calls her husband. He's got a hard on for this guy. The guy probably, she probably tells this guy how much bigger Ronnie's dick was and how hard he slammed her ass. Ronnie's got a big jack. And so now the new cop guy's pissed off in this fucking town. And he's got, now he's going to get Ronnie. This guy got arrested. He had to post $1,500 and then he fucking wins it. This was his goddamn fucking phone. Ronnie, you do whatever the fuck you want with your phone. That's I don't how know, the life I don't works. know if he paid it. There, it's a, he said, she's, I think he did pay because he took it. He wouldn't give it back. And he said, I bought the phone. I don't know if he said that clearly. I thought it but said, he, you I just mean, read that. You go, if you buy something. Oh, no, she said, if you buy something and have a receipt, someone can take it from you. She was saying she bought it. Oh, she's saying she bought it. Yeah. Well, well, then but the judge, know. though, didn't rule yeah. that. Wow, this is crazy. So I guess this became a big deal on Facebook. Some people were saying, <clears throat> good job, dad. Uh, inappropriate texts are definitely a reason to lose the phone. Yeah. It another, was probably an inappropriate text from the, from the cop to the daughter. It could have been. <laughs> Allegedly. Another one said the poor was. girl just lost a relationship with her dad because her mom was being petty. Something tells me that that relationship was already busted a long time ago because this is a fucked up family regardless. Ronnie, I think you should just move on. Get a new family. This is the one time, unlike the six-year-old uh, transgender woman who severed ties with her seven kids and wife, uh, Ronnie, this might be the right thing for you to do. Ronnie, a guy went to jail for this. I like Ronnie, though. He stood by his convictions. He could have yeah. given the phone back years ago and been done with this. And he said, fuck it, man. What do you think was bad enough for him to go through this whole ordeal? Is it like a guy in her class's balls? Dick? I think what it came down to is the mom then was making demands of me. He goes, this is why I divorced you, you because bitch. you don't make demands like, oh, of me anymore. Oh, you want me to call Cliff down at the PD? Oh, you want to Yeah, she definitely throws out the fact that she married a cop like Ed every other sentence. <laughs> and you think Ronnie's, oh, I'll take this to court, yeah, bitch. We'll go. We're I'll going you down. Then. You're going to jail, Ronnie. Fuck you. We're, gonna, we're taking this all the way down. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. Ronnie won, though. Does he get reimbursed at 1500 that he was spending? No, on his- probably no. not. Dude, not. he has to pay for legal fees. He didn't get that shit back. So he just had to defend himself? Yeah. I would countersue for making me spend yeah, all that you money. You got to spend more money, and that's going to take years. I think it's you best worth- to cut your losses and if get the Ronnie's fuck out of there. If Ronnie's a man of principle. He- Ronnie needs to move out of this town, because I got news for you. Yeah. This cop has buddies, and they're just fucking looking to but fuck you up. We should Stephen get in- Avery style. We should get in touch with Ronnie now. Yeah. For when all this develops, start filming Ronnie. him. 
We need we need to know your whereabouts at all times <laughs> in case some shit goes down. And Ronnie, get GoPro cameras. Uh, we'll pay for them and we'll keep yes. the footage. And you need to Instagram everywhere you go and put the location. Ronnie, we're worried for you. Ronnie, get the <laughs> fuck out of there. <laughs> this Ronnie, this shit ain't safe. This isn't over, Ronnie. They're going to find you. It's going to look like you were jerking it while driving. It's going to be a conspiracy. Oh Dude, did you, did you see some chick in Denmark? So some guy tried to rape her. She you know what maced? they call the people in Denmark? The Danish. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, so this chick, some guy was trying to rape her. She ends up macing the guy. Okay. The guy, <clears throat> she escapes. Nothing happens to her. Guess what? In Denmark, it's illegal to have mace. She gets a $75 fucking fine. You motherfuckers. Jesus. That fucking government. If so... If this lady oh had followed God. your rules, she would have been raped, you motherfuckers. Maybe you should reverse your law yeah. and say, thank you, lady. Hey, why the fuck can't you have mace? Did they catch the rapist? Uh, I, heard he I got don't a, know. I heard he got a $70 fine because the rape didn't go through. <laughs> yeah, it's $5 more <laughs> to no, have less. the fucking mace. Yeah. yeah, the mace is more illegal. Uh, dude, that's crazy to me. Like, you fucking pricks are going... So this lady escaped. Fuck, that's insane. That's an insane... Fucking law. How are you supposed to defend yourself if you're a woman? What do they say and to Mace her? is harmless. What does the cop on, who gets called on that say? Like, uh, I know you've had a rough go of it. But, but here's your ticket. Good defense. But hold on. Let me write you a ticket up here. Here's your citation for 75 fucking dollars. That lady should move out of Denmark forever. Yeah. And badmouth it for the rest of her life. It, dude, it is on its way to becoming a third world country, just like they had predicted. I thought that was Sweden. Well, they're all the same area. <laughs> Oh, Denmark. I apologize. They should be ashamed of themselves. On behalf of the real Danish, me, not this piece of shit country. I apologize. You changed your name to to fucking (laughs) Finland. (laughs) The Finnish? Finnish. (laughs) Finnish and O'Neill. It's got a better ring to it. Sounds like a cartoon. (laughs) Nickelodeon. Jeff Finnis. I have, uh, I saw this dating profile and uh, you had to tell me whether you think this is real or not. Okay. Can I see the picture or no? Do you, want to, uh, do you want me to go in this without seeing the picture? There was only a picture. I'll tell you what the picture was of. Okay. It was a, a woman in a shirt. The what, close what age? Uh, I think 20s. Okay. twenty Mid to late 20s. Okay. It was a shirt. Um, wasn't like scandalously uh, whorish. It was just like a little like kind of a low cut, but not crazy. You okay, can see a little yeah. bit of cleavage, natural boobies. Classic. Fairly small. Uh, classic dating profile like, shot. Like, but just that. No head. Yeah. Oh, there's no head. No head. Oh, just titties? Yeah. Just cleavage. Just cleavage. Wait, no head. No head. So it's a dude. It doesn't. I'll read what it says, though. <laughs> you ready for the reading? Yeah. What is this on some shady dating site? No, it's like a regular one. Okay, so why? Uh, so, uh, okay, go ahead. Let me. It's hear on it. a free one where you get riffraff yeah. in with the real people. But everyone puts their face on there. So it says, I have no idea where to start with this, but I will just start describing my ideal relationship. And I know it's super weird and not common, but I was told there's some men on uh-huh. here into this sort of thing. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> so my ideal relationship is with a man who is obsessed, all caps, obsessed with huge fake boobs. Seriously obsessed. <laughs> I want a man who will encourage me to get giant fake boobs, not pay for them. I'm not about that gold digger life. Look at this lady. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. And through our years together, encourage me to get bigger and bigger until he is pleased. <laughs> who wrote this, Big Earl? I don't know. This is right up Big Earl's alley. <laughs> I want a man who is turned on by the fact that he controls my body and is molding me into his oh. ideal woman. I want to be his trophy. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have trouble finding a guy. This Jesus next paragraph Christ. is where it gets. This so, isn't real. 
I also want a man who likes me for, for me on the inside. A man who I never have to hide anything from and love me for my weirdness and geekiness. Yes, I want to look hot. That does not make me want to... Not want me to... Not make me a fake geek, okay? I'd love to meet a man who could be someone I grow to trust and love so much. I hope I would, so. He's, he's, he's deciding how big your titties are going to be. <laughs> I would give him control of my body. Not only its image, but in bed. Yep, you guessed it. Total subby. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I've never been able to convey this to a man before without getting him weirded out or just being against it. And I've been burned so much, I'm over it. Instead of trying to meet men that will maybe get it figured, I'd put it out there this way. So summary, I want a boob-loving, geeky dom guy who's also awesome and loves me for me. Dude, so basically, I think this is fake. I think somebody has uh, put this up as a troll. Just to see just who to see And what they respond to. And then I think they're just going to do, I don't know what they're going to do with it. This just is for their what own this enjoyment. chick's up to. She's has an uh, insanely busy life with a great job and great friends, but I can make room <laughs> can for this an awesome guy. this lady be any more vague about, she, first of all, she has no other photos. No. Just the titties. Tits. And <laughs> just this broad, I love what a guy who loves titties. That's it. Big tits. That's 98% of the population. Here's uh, what she claims she's good at, being a witty brat, cooking, baking. Those are two totally different things. I don't care what anyone else has told you. This is just too much of a stereotype. It's like writing a fucking chick with huge tits that's a nerd but loves the cook too. Drinking <laughs> wine and makeup. Also my job. I'm really good at that. Did you hit her up? No. Spends, uh, this is what she thinks about a lot. Superpowers. What if I had them? Which ones would I have? How would I use them? How would I deal with other people? <laughs> what, what are they? Oh, it seems so complicated. She thinks about <laughs> It's never going to happen, lady. <laughs> what do you have to worry about? Uh, oh, man. Typical Friday night. She's usually out to dinner with a friend. Disneyland at some random event. Disneyland. Laying around playing video <laughs> games. at Disneyland, Disneyland all the time. <laughs> working her at some convention. That was three Disneylands. Uh, you should hit this uh, chick up. Uh, if you're listening, this sounds appealing to you. Maybe I'll find her account. Uh, note, please don't message me if you live in another state. I really don't have time or the interest for long distance anything. What, also, if, what, what if you live in like Northern California and she's in Southern? That's fine. And you can pump those titties up, I guess. She's also not interested in cybering or whatever you want to call it. Your message won't change my mind on this. We'll only waste our time. Thanks. Uh, if you read her self summary, the one, the first thing I read and you thought, I just found my dream girl. You can hit her up. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is this lady's out of her fucking mind? If you really, this lady is, I guarantee you the day you tell her to get fake tits, she freaks out on you. Be like, what's wrong with my tits? Fuck you. If you're this willing to take crazy. a chance on a faceless, submissive weirdo into breast expansion, uh, <laughs> I just learned in parentheses. I just learned that's what it's called. Go team and all caps. This is like a human centipede type shit going on here. If you can date a woman who works a lot, we're talking 60 hours a week. If I'm dating a dude, I promise I can make plenty of time for him. Sleep. Who needs sleep? sleep so wait, witty, dude. So she wait, witty. here's the thing. So what's the problem with her working? If you're going to make plenty of time for a guy, you don't even need to state that you work 60 hours a week. Well, she's got to work to get those titties pumped up. She does. She's not a gold digger. You don't have to pay for it. She's not a This could be a good chick for you. <laughs> She's not solely looking to get laid either. She can get that fine offline. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she said she's gotten a ton of messages about that last one. What? You don't like sex? What's wrong with you? I mean that I'm, 
<laughs> if you're looking for something beyond a hookup. I'm not looking to hook up with the randos. That's what that means. I just so happen to love sex, like a lot. Oh, man. She wants someone who's going to say more than, hey, she's going to delete it. She promises if that's all you got to say to her. <laughs> she she promises? Why the fuck do you care what she does with your hey after you send it to her? And she does not want you to tell her that her profile belongs on FetLife. Uh, she says she knows the site exists. Thanks. It's What's like a FetLife? Fetish, like, uh, it does belong there, probably. She well, probably have better luck. She doesn't want to hear it. Dude, this chick is out of her Real? goddamn Fake? mind. What do you think? I, I think it's like a trolling thing. It just seems like it's hitting all the right buttons. You know what you I think mean? It's just trying to piss people off. Yes, and I think it's it just it, it nails. There's there's no woman out there who's like I'm gonna pay for my own breast implants. Wait, you decide how big they go. I'm I'll, also a nerd. I love to cook. I'm gonna two birds with one stone it right here. I'm going to apply to be your boob manager boyfriend. Okay. And I'm just going to pump them up until they eventually kill her. And then that'll be a terrible death, embarrassing death via fake titties like Kanye West's mother died of. Yeah, well, she died in surgery. But what if you got them so big that she that fell they over? suffocated her? Or she like fell over and died from like back issues or yeah. something. That's interesting. <laughs> it's not a this bad is a long term plan, though. It's not a bad one. It's a very long term. So I'm just going to never be pleased with them until they. I want the biggest in the world. And, and if dude, not, have you seen the biggest in the world? Well, got, you're going to need two wheelbarrows, dude. I'm not happy until they're the biggest in the world. I want to date a world champion. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be wearing a fucking weightlifting belt just to support those. So things. you think that's fake? I mean, I, I could go either way on it. I see aspects of it that seem fake, but. It seems a little bit nuanced, but that could just be to troll yeah, people. Yeah, but it's like, dude, all this, like, hey, all these things that you know is just going to make people angry. Because in my head, I'm like, that would, yes, that would make me angry. This is stupid. The I geek? Yeah. <laughs> Disneyland? All of this. The Disneyland. I, I hope it's real. I hope we live you, in a Why world. don't you just hit her up? It's to say what? <laughs> don't say, real? hey, I'll tell you that. No. Or, I mean, or, she or promises tell, you're going to delete it. Or tell her to take her business no, to why, life. I, dude, just uh, lure her in. Be like... I find a woman that is so able to embrace her sexuality and also so powerful that she's able to have a man be in control of it. So refreshing. I think my opening line is, I'm going to control that titty size. You just you say he's your, he's your opener? That's the opener. You want someone to control your titty size? That's me. You just met him with the right man. And no matter what you tell why don't me, you call, why, don't you, I'm in charge. why don't you be the titty sheriff? <laughs> the titty sheriff's in town. And he's maybe telling I'll, you he's going to put them titties. Maybe I'll impose a titty tax. Like every time yeah. she walks by me, I slap him. Maybe if the t- you say the titties are too small, you can put them in titty jail. That's, now we got a whole scenario for this lady. Hopefully Dude, she's a listener. let's do it so that next episode we can get more information on this lady. <laughs> I don't know if she'll respond. Just say. <laughs> Where can we meet so I can control those titties? <laughs> Where Tell you them you're a titty wrangler. Say it is. Say, I've done this before. I've wrangled titties. I know what you need. You know what I could say is my last girlfriend wouldn't go as big as I wanted. She stopped at like she was 36 scared. double D. Say, she wasn't a powerful woman like you are. <laughs> she wasn't willing to put herself in and my hands. She only worked 40 hours a week. I need a woman that works 60. <laughs> sure, her waist was tiny and she has narrow shoulders and the tits were killing her. <laughs> but I wasn't having that. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot. I think there's some. We we have to craft the perfect sense to hit her up to get her. 
I think I hid the profile after I transcribed it because I was just sick of seeing it. I was like, this is ridiculous. You could find it again. <laughs> I'm sure I could. I, I saw a chick on the same site. This chick has her main picture is this. She had other pictures, but her main picture is the back of her head. She has short hair, shaved like part of the back. Yeah, uh, I like that look. Well, let's see if you like this look. Man. The word cunt shaved into her head. I like that even more. <laughs> in the back. I like that. You imagine introducing to your parents. You're like, do not turn around no matter what you fucking Dude, do. Dude, I don't know if that's, that's not the kind of girl you want to introduce to your parents. Dude, I like her style. Did she have any other photos? Uh, no. Well, there's one of you and her, so you may know. <laughs> Dude, that's right up my alley. I would totally do that. You yes. would date that chick. Oh, yeah. What? Dude, a chick is crazy. You got the shaved and put a cut in the back of her head. I love Love it. She's capable of that. She's capable of lighting your place yeah, on fire. That's what I like. You're in that. I like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. I like that. Dude, you're a fucking A younger maniac. me would have been totally down with that. That's like what I was seeking out. You want to date the cunt lady? Yeah. I just want to have some fun with her. I'd rather date a cat lady than a cunt lady, I think. I want to date the old tits. You want to control the tits? Uh, Is that why you want me to hit her up? You're intrigued. <laughs> you want to be the titty sheriff? Get the titty bigger. Get the titty. Uh, you're, you're just like the puppet regime that I control from the back. Say say Get like that bigger. was real. I don't know if it is or not, but there's, I guess if there's a name for it, according to this person, then it's probably yeah, someone out there. she's completely fucked in her head. No, but I'm saying there's somebody somebody out there who probably is into yeah. that. So say, like, say I dated a girl who was like that, and it got like serious, and you met her. I mean, I would probably tell you behind her back, but like, is it out in the open that that's our thing? Or is it just like behind closed doors? You mean, do you flaunt it? Yeah. I mean, you have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you tell people like she's into me getting her bit because her tits are going to keep yeah, getting bigger. You have to. You've got to throw it out there. You can't just show up because this lady, judging by the way she speaks, she wants <laughs> these motherfuckers huge. And that shit is going to blow people's minds when Plus, they see like, it. Is there a point where the doctors won't? redo the same ones you can find a shady doctor anyway i guess michael jackson some won't but uh others will Because it's got to be dangerous the yes. more you do it i would assume right i just think i just think they go what's the point you have a mental problem that needs to be fixed not the what titty do they size. do do they take out the original implant and then just put some it some of them bigger? i think they can increase i think that they might be able to increase while they're inside I'll just build upon. I think some of these it's new like fangled ones. It's like a titty foundation. You're just putting on like a new back. You're like, oh, you want to go bigger? We just pump, inject some more shit in there. What do you want? A new back porch? We'll put that on here for you. Yeah. That's cool. It's like a starter home. And then you can add on from there. Speaking of uh, cat the, ladies. That lady's completely fucked up in her head. Man. I've been dating her for three months. hi <laughs> <laughs> It's time uh, for random audio clip. Hold on one second. Hopefully, I can, this play button works. Talk amongst ourselves. Well, actually, I started studying karate <laughs> at a very young age. I karate. Um, sort of lied about my age and got a job washing dishes at a uh, restaurant. I think it was called the Wagon Wheel or something like that. Where is the fuck is this? And um, there was a uh, a cook there. Because back then, you didn't really have dojos around. You didn't have people teaching kung fu and you know, <laughs> Korean arts and Chinese and Japanese. So you just didn't have it. They were all sort of underground or quietly teaching. And uh, one of the cooks there was a guy called Sakamoto. <laughs> He's so full of shit. Was a show 
What was that what? name? Sakamoto, the dishwasher? <laughs> Where is this? Is this in Japan? No, it's called like the, what do you say? It's called it's the, the wheel wagon wheel? wheel. The wagon wheel. One of the cooks was named Sakamoto. In Japan? The, oh, that popular chain, the wagon wheel. <laughs> how great, it, the guy says kung fu. It's not kung fu. I like how he kung goes fu. karate. No, what did you study? Karate is a broad term for many different disciplines. He, no, he did not say karate. He said, he said karate. He said karate. But a guy that's a legit guy would be like, I studied this particular form. He speaks so me- like he he's so measured. He sounds almost like he's taking a shit, like he's breathing and he's very. Con- that's like why slow. he's a star because people bought into his bullshit. He speaks very confidently. Okan guy and an Okinawan shooting guy, and he saw that when I was washing the dishes and moving around that, that I moved very fast and. Loved the martial arts. One of the other guys. I didn't even listen to this clip. I swear to God, this I didn't guy listen. goes. This he, guy goes. You move so well, man. This I, guy <laughs> was such Steven Seagal. If you have not guessed who it is yet, was such a good dishwasher that Sakamoto, <laughs> the cook at Wagon Wheel, saw him. Wagon, and said, a Japanese restaurant called w- Wagon Wheel serves sushi rolls and uh, they had a salad bar, all you can eat buffet. <laughs> that your dishwashing is so impressive and so fast. That it would be a shame for me not to teach you the martial arts. The Karate Kid plot line of a yeah. maintenance man is more believable and than a guy watching under- watch He stole his own movie line. Let's- also, hold on. <laughs> I got to see where this Can goes. I just say this? I got to see where it goes. Do you know the best thing about being a dishwasher at a sushi place is that the, the chopsticks a- get thrown away. This isn't a sushi. This is the wagon, wagon wheel. wheel. Sushi hamburger. Sushi palace. Sakimoto is a man of many talents. <laughs> but you don't have to wash silverware. They just throw the chopsticks away. I, we're not, I think this is an American establishment. Hold it on. Like it's in Japan. Let's go back to Steve to hear right, what happened let's find out. after the dishwashing took him to a whole new level guys <laughs> in the kitchen I don't even know what he was he was a Mexican guy who claimed to be a boxer and you know he was one of these kind of controversial guys that loved to talk about how great boxing was and how great he was and oh, he those was controversial guys to take me under his wing and teach me I had asked him over and over again if he would and then I ended up learning from him karate the basics it was mostly okinawan and then uh, i studied from him for many years and then finally uh found someone who could teach me aikido i was very interested in the aikido uh as you know i had met uh, demura sensei and mm-hmm. some of the people from studio never really studied with them much became very good friends And um, we did some demonstrating together, and we demonstrated karate at this place that they had, which was a theme park, like a Japanese theme park. Wait, pause. Japanese theme park. What did he just drink? Heavy whipping cream? What's weird is uh, the rustling you hear is that's his garbage bag, Kamumu, that he keeps crossing his arms to covering his titties. And because he's wearing a cordless mic, it sounds like he's fucking rustling around in a closet. But that's really just his Kamumu uh, fabric. So this guy's so training. He was doing some demonstrations so, at Japanese theme parks. And nobody knows where this is. Is this no. in the U.S.? He said Japanese theme parks. I don't know. But, but then he <laughs> says he knows these guys. And then he says there was some guy w- working there. The guy also. interviewing him. But then there's a Mexican guy randomly no, in there. There's a Mexican man. You are controversial Mexican You know man. these controversial types always talking about <laughs> boxing and uh, 
how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's controversial. That's super controversial. <laughs> Where? The fucking Amish village? Where is that considered controversial, Steve? I was uh, washing the dishes and a man named Oliver Contabagato. Wait, wait but that, was that the Mexican guy or was that the Asian guy? I didn't skip any time. That was just... It was, it was like... I, what a fucking idiot. And nobody washing dishes. No one has ever gone, hey, you have great talent for martial arts. Have you arts. noticed that sometimes... Fat, what was he watching him? Throwing him in the air and then spinning his foot around on him? <laughs> he would take his hard dick and spin it on top of that. He would. Uh, he takes long pauses where you can tell he's trying to come up with the story. Yeah. Like He's like, and then... Uh, and then I was on a Native American reservation uh, where an oil company had put up and Michael Caine came in. And then... Uh, All he does is take his movies. Wait, what was his name? G- uh, we were looking for Bobby, for Gino. And then we'd see Bobby Lupo. <laughs> and he would see Richie. <laughs> Anybody know why Bobby Lupo did Richie? Is this a long interview? Anybody know why Richie did Bobby Lupo? One of the comments legitimately made me laugh out loud. What was it? Aikido, Aikido belt rank, black belt, eighth Don, breast, he goes. Ah, Eric Paulson. Eric Paulson. <laughs> Eric Paulson's on his game today. Oh, this is Eric Paulson fan. Eric Paulson fan. Oh, okay. Salutes to you. I don't know who Eric Paulson is, but your fans are very witty. Uh, how long is this clip? Oh, Jesus. Uh, the interview is, it's 42 minutes. I may have to go through and pick some gems out of that. Yeah, I don't, we're almost at the hour, Mark. Oh, man. It's time for after the show talk soon. You don't want to go to, I got one more Dude, story. You got one more, go to the story. We can't have 42 minutes of Steven Seagal no, no, making no. up lies. No. So, uh, this is another Yahoo. Barbara Hernandez was on a Yahoo kick. Must have been taking a shit. Dude, do you think that iPad. maybe Barbara Hernandez is the one that put the titty post up? Maybe to try to see if I'm uh, willing to maybe stick with her. Maybe she just wants. No, maybe she's. Oh, just it's her. To, yeah, I'm just oh, saying. Could be that she maybe is saying like, "Hey, next year's Christmas bonus. How about some titties?" Yeah, she Good does idea. work a lot of hours. So this is about uh, some woman. Her name's Linia Latanzio. Sounds like a character oh. who'd be in a Seagal movie. What, uh, what nationality is Latanzio? Uh, she's African American. Really? I would not have thought of Latanzio. Yeah, it's from an Italian village in yeah. Africa. Okay. She's no problem calling herself a crazy cat lady uh, with more than 1,000 cats Shut living with her. Up. There's really no denying Dude, it. Dude, she doesn't have 1,000 cats. You can't fit 1,000 cats. In a house. Well, let's let's look Dude, at are the you article. Ca- this is not legal. So I'm going to say that I'm at the top of the list of the eccentric crazy cat ladies, Latanzio says. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's taken in and lived with, at some point, she claims 28,000 cats total. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. This is like a fucking Will Chamberlain lie here. 28,000. At the moment, she has a mere 800 adult cats oh and 300 kittens. Dude, there's no way. 28,000. Where does she live? Well, that's good. Yeah, she lives at the Cat House on the Kings, California's largest cage-free, no-kill sanctuary for abandoned feral cats. 12 fenced-in acres near Fresno on the Kings River. Oh, I got to go there. When she was first starting out, she lived in the big main house, but with 60 cats in her bedroom, not to mention dogs, she decided that was too much. There wasn't room for her anymore. The sheer volume of cat forced Latanzio into a mobile home on the property. These cats forced her out of her own home. I went from a 4,200-square-foot, 4, 4, five-bedroom home with a pool and a wet bar and a view of the oh. river to a 
1,800 square foot mobile home with a view of a rusty metal shed. I've come up in the world. Meryl Jokester. Dude, so her house is trashed. You know how bad it smells in there? Yeah, they shit everywhere. The 28,000? You can't have a fucking... Cat piss stinks. Dude, does she have a sand pit where they just all shit in? I don't know. You're out of your fucking mind. This lady's out of her fucking mind. The cats sleep on benches. They eat on tables, wander around the carpeted floors. They even mill about uh, the long driveway heading to the property, sunning themselves. Yeah, how could that's all? That's the only real estate they have when you have 800 fucking cats. What do you think it costs her to... Uh, Feed a 28,000 or 800? What? <laughs> the the 28,000 No, peak. no, no. The, the cat she has now. Per day. It says to run her home a cat yearly. What do you, what do you think? Oh, I'm going to say that it's around $50,000. According to this article, $1.6 million. Holy shit! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's <laughs> What a fucking waste of money. You could be feeding people for there that. Are people starving and this fucking idiot got evicted One cat. <laughs> One? How much money does this lady have? Well, it said in Endeavor, she was able to oh expand thanks to a supporter who bequeathed her estate to the cat house. She gave up her house, must have died. Oh, man. To help keep costs low, Latanzio trained to be a veterinary technician. So she must have just taken the training. She worked at the Minute Clinic for cats? Staffers and volunteers help with feeding and cleaning. Uh, it says she doesn't hoard the cats for herself. Most of them are available for adoption, <laughs> including... <laughs> Several dozen on her website: Gardenia, Bunny Cat, Prez, or Pez, Jekyll, Snickerdoodle, the striking-looking Kiki, the Eyeless Radar, and his best friend, the patriotic Chief Chelsea. Dude, you know how many cats kill each other on this property every year? Here's a uh, a large number of these cats that kill each other. Here's video. Let's see what it shows. This is fucking crazy. You couldn't pay me to walk into that house with a thousand cats. You might die of allergies. I don't have allergies. Somebody with allergies you, might die. You, I would probably die. You in could there. die. This is like your haunted house. <laughs> it's a haunted house. Dude, what did, how did she ever afford 28,000 cats? Uh, I think this is just. Oh, this isn't it. God damn it. How did she ever afford 28,000 cats? If, if 800 is 1.6 million. 28000 is over $10 million. Maybe she would give him up. I don't know. She's fucking nuts. Would you say this lady's super hot? Would you fuck her? <laughs> yeah, I would say a, she probably a, stays in good shape. On a bed of cats. <laughs> you, don't have another, you don't have any other choice. You think that she has ever eaten cat shit? Yes. Just like to try it. I think she's... Do you think she's ever found like a cat took a shit on a sandwich that she just made that she just took the duty off and then ate the sandwich? Like Police Academy when he tells the cat in the litter box, Bunky? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here she is sitting with her cats. She is in good shape. Oh, come on. She what? is in good shape. She's not fat, surprisingly. Not that liking cats means you're yeah. fat, but... Uh, usually they're thin uh, crazies. Yeah, looks like a thin weirdo. What happened? Didn't you just have it? Yeah, hold on. This this will load a video. Um, God damn. You know somebody in the Fresno area. Maybe yeah. you should stop in at this place. I'm going to. Next time I'm up that way. It's near the Kings River, wherever that is. The I've King, heard of the Kings River. It's near, I guess, the Cat River of urine that comes down her oh. driveway. <laughs> Dude, what do you do with all the shit? Ugh. Where do you put it? Maybe she it's has a, a tremendous amount. Maybe it's a compost. I garden. think it's a huge sandbox with kids at the play. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did you ever? Did you have a sandbox growing up? 
I did not know. We had 20 cats, and we used to find cat. <laughs> we'd find the cat shit in there, and then we'd play with it because we didn't know it was cat shit. We were real young. Those are sometimes the best toys. Yeah. There uh-huh. she is. Oh, my God. Dude, this, they're just climbing. Every, there is not an inch where there isn't a cat. Jesus Christ. Whoa, the cat attacked the boom mic, dude. Oh, my God. This. Oh, here it oh, there is. It is. Oh, is that what? <laughs> oh, they're cat. all over the place. There's cat cages oh everywhere. Oh, my God, dude. Holy shit. This looks like a horror movie. Dude, they're all over the is driveway. Is that Yoko Ono? It looks like Yoko Ono with a little short black afro. If she grew up outside Fresno. <laughs> dude, this oh, is, they all have collars too. This this is this is this is like the birds, dude. This but is, with cats. Oh, she's wearing a backwards fanny pack. Perry Caravello would be proud. Oh my god. Oh, they're just cookie trays of food. Dude, they're everywhere. She's oh gonna open up an god. oven and there's gonna be one in there. Oh, Does she a, know all their names? There's a white one. Oh my god. Let's hear what she's saying. Some cats in my bedroom with dogs, and I just said that's it, and I moved out. We had a rental on the property, and I moved to that rental. I went from a 4,200 square foot five bedroom home with a pool and a wet bar and a view of the river to a 1,600, 1,800 square foot mobile home with a view of a rusty metal shed. Hi, you! This is my uh, cat-free zone ha-ha. I think her, her kids must have died. This is why she hoards. The father had asked her to help him find some new cats. Well, the British are really creeping up on TLC in terms of finding no. freaks. Do you realize that a lot of these documentaries that the British make, TLC then, they end up buying those shows. So, you'll watch some old or some recent TLC shows, but you'll realize that these people were on some British documentary so a the, long time ago. the British ago. is like the minor leagues of American freakdom? No, they're, they're like the talent scout. So what do they get out of it, though? Oh, there's a dog. They're breaking. Who, who oh, knows? my God, dude. Look at that. They're everywhere. Oh, my God. Those chicks look hot who are volunteering. Maybe she's a camera woman. Maybe she's volunteer over there. Uh, I guarantee you, like, her family died in some sort of horrific accident. And now she hoards cats to compensate. You know what I would say? Uh, if I walked in there, I'd yell, where's the pussy at? And just start. Everyone would high five me. I would put my, put my old, get my old dick scratching post out and just put it uh, open for business sign on it. Oh, she's picked that one up by the scruff of the neck. Do you think that that could Dude, be... look at all that food. Oh, my God. Do you think that this could be the lady that posted the, vi- the picture of just the, t- the titties? <laughs> so dude, look at... Oh, my I want you to go as big God, as it possibly dude. can. Oh, wow. This is insane. Man, well... Fucking lady, man. Cat, she should call it Catman Do. With a, a, <laughs> she should say no... She should call it... <laughs> Because of the cats, no man will do me. Well, uh, my, my mother had 12 million cats <laughs> growing up, and I, I would have to defend myself from their claws <laughs> in a Mexican man, a controversial type, who uh, beat pinatas. <laughs> who always talked about b- bluegrass was the best type of grass there was. Always a very controversial topic. <laughs> <laughs> This video is still going. Oh my it's insane, dude. Well, it's good. She's doing a wonderful thing. Man, she... And you know what happened? So the f- whole family died. Huge life insurance policy. That's how she's able to fund all this. And now she just hoards cats. You think that's, that's, the, that's the Dr. O'Neill diagnosis? Yes. Does anyone know this woman out there? If you do, we want to You know who her. might know him? Who? Our old buddy in Stockton. 
Uh, Jerry McFly. Yeah. Jerry McFly claims he can take us to Nick Diaz's smoke favorite smoke shop in Stockton. <laughs> Said he went to high school with the guy who owns it and is a good a friend of his. Uh, then I think we should definitely go. <laughs> I'm scared to step foot in Stockton because uh, the Diaz brothers, even though they call into the show a lot, aren't happy with us. No. I don't think. Uh, let me give a couple quick shout outs of people. Sure. Uh, old Dale. I won't give last names. What about uh, Chip? He said, uh, just when I thought there was no good podcast left, I stumbled upon Boner City USA. And when I thought I couldn't get any better, I found the best podcast out there, the Danish O'Neill. Wow. He's plowing through it as we speak. And uh, he's loving it, man. Keep plowing, Dale, like you're a 56-year-old man who thinks he's a six-year-old girl. And he says, one of you give a shout out uh, next episode uh, to my friend, (laughs) Piss Jug. Old Piss Jug? (laughs) Yeah. Matthew, a.k.a. Piss Jug. They said uh, Jughead's name, and Archie and Jughead was supposedly Piss Jug originally, but they changed it to Jughead. <laughs> okay. I also got a uh, I got a public service announcement. Oh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, oddly, no relation to Piss Jug, but a man named Piss Boy emailed me. Really? Right after I got that from You don't think uh, it's Dale. related? I don't think so. You don't think so. it's Piss Jug? Piss- Piss no, Jug's, because his you don't uh, think it's Piss Jug's son? No, Piss because boy? he signed it. I won't give his first name. We'll give his last name. It's Shitman. Shitman. <laughs> Shit. Not real. But. <laughs> what the um, fuck? He, uh, did you hear about these fucking? Uh, I mean, we should make a coffee table book of these emails. It just sounds <laughs> yeah. like sounds like the intellectual. Why well, rob people of reading this? This what happens when we do a lowbrow podcast. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Thank uh, you for so, that. did you hear about these fucking kids that uh, got were drinking racing fuel and Mountain Dew I and fucking died? I did not. These motherfuckers. So that's the new thing: is to drink racing fuel and Mountain Dew. Where is that the new thing? <laughs> Because I want to hang out there. Uh, That's like a go-kart track. My girlfriend actually just brought that up to me. Uh, She she goes, did you hear about these idiots? Oh, it's in Nashville. We might be headed there soon. Yeah. So uh, two teens have died. Uh, What's the drink called? It's a, they drink a mixture of Mountain Dew and racing fuel. What's it called? On, thur- uh, on Thursday, authorities were called to uh, Franklin Farms, home of 16-year-old Logan. Is it called Mountain Stevenson. Fe- Is it Mountain Few? Mountain Fuel? <laughs> no, Few. You take the L off. Mountain Few? <laughs> like <laughs> Dew. <laughs> oh, they said after this, within minutes, they were called to a second home because another boy had drank the same thing. I think what they're going for is they're trying to get crazy farts and then light the farts for like the ultimate. <laughs> I think they're just retarded, man. I don't know. Uh, do they well, not I'm have, not saying that. Do they not sell vodka? I think vo- they're just <laughs> mentally handicapped. Do they not sell vodka in Nashville? Like why mix it with something that you know could kill you? Like Two other teens came forward claiming that they drank a similar substance. Yeah, I'd like to get a, a bleach and soda. <laughs> what the fuck are these idiots doing? They thought they knew what it was, they, that it is a substitute for alcohol. They thought they would get the same effect as alcohol, but they weren't aware of how... T- <laughs> it's called racing fuel, you fuck! How what it is? How to- They didn't realize how toxic it was. Dude, these people... They- I hate to say this, and I apologize to the families, but... It sounds like you a case just, of survival of the fittest, yeah. and these guys didn't have what it takes. If you're that fucking dumb that you don't know, I mean, I drank gasoline, but I was four years old, and I didn't even drink a lot because it probably tasted like shit. I didn't throw up. My parents didn't take me anywhere. 
These guys are fucking 16, and you don't think racing fuel can kill you? Are you out of your fucking mind? They said the rumors are deeply disturbing and harmful to the families because they're, they're only going by hearsay. They haven't done the official autopsy. By the way, that's an embarrassing death if you're 16 years old, and you should know better than to drink fucking racing that, fuel. What do you think's worth, dying of that or dying of the cinnamon challenge? I don't know. Cinnamon challenge cinnamon might be challenge. the most embarrassing way to die. Because it's harmless. It's seemingly harmless. Well, that was uh, Piss Boy. Uh, Thank you. Or Piss. Well, no, it was, oh, yeah, that was Piss Boy, not Jug Jug of Piss, whatever the hell it is. Oh, also, uh, I don't, I've been following this story closely. I don't know if you have. Uh, Nick in Seattle sent it to me as well. Um, it's about that fucking lady who attacked that Uber driver. Did you see the video? You told me about it. The doctor? Yeah. Just shameful. Now she's gone on TV saying... I'm getting death threats. I'm getting this. And she's like, that's not, I love when people say this. That's, that wasn't me. Lady, I saw the fucking video. You're an asshole. Oh, it was you. I don't agree with people saying. That's uh, why you're in trouble is because it was you, lady. Yeah. I don't agree with people. You know, some people go a little bit crazy. You, yeah. They should, need, but. No need for rape threats or any yeah, other crazy but antics. You deserve to lose your job. What you did to that guy was horrendous. You're an asshole. It wasn't the you. You're a fucking asshole. What she means is it's not the you you put out there for people to see. Yeah, it's the you. It's the, the truth. It's, yeah, it's the, the real you. Uh, I got to go over these reviews. We're at 196. Four yeah. more to 200, everybody. But the last bunch of them were uh, tremendous. Some people were just doing the, I like it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all we need. Five stars in a, in a we don't need. We don't need a Shakespeare. This uh, guy gives a uh, sonnet. This man, I like it. This man's name is Beef Supreme. The title of the review, it's me, Steve Seagal. Stop talking about my bad hair. That's all he said, and that's like great. It. And that, who knows, that could be the real Steven Seagal. This person says GSP approves. If you can't enjoy this podcast with some kitty litter and computer spray, you'll never wear a championship <laughs> well, belt over your jean shorts. Those, those views are not supported by the Danish <laughs> O'Neill this podcast. Uh, this guy says, this is a great one. This one made me laugh aloud. Uh, Red Gun, five-star review. If there were six stars available, this would still be a five-star review. (laughs) (laughs) This guy gives it, this is what made me think about it, the best lowbrow podcast. That's what was in my head today. Heard these guys on the Skeptic Tank, and this podcast makes Ari's Shafir's look like a septic tank. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be on it tomorrow. And then the last one, uh, it's Ad Cook says it's good. This is good. That's all we need. That's it, man. Four more to 200, everybody. Or you can just leave. uh, We know we should leave if you you don't have anything to say. Just write... Daniel LaRusso was here. (laughs) Or tits. Yeah. I own 6,000 cats. Whatever you want. My last name is Cats with a K. Um, That's what you're into. We're going to be on the Ari Shafir podcast tomorrow. Yeah, we're on His uh, podcast. Skeptic Tank. It was actually recorded yeah. before the one that was put out already. That one's this this one's coming out. It's a little more serious, I think. I think there's some good moments in it, though. I was worried about it. We'll see. I don't. I mean. It's free at the end of the day. <laughs> so people love it. If people don't love it, hey, either way, you spent no money on it. So congratulations. Yeah. You're the winner. But when you do find out stuff about Ari, that's the good thing. Like we, we did, I did find out things I didn't know. Yeah. But we didn't. Uh... In the first interview, I found out a lot about his bowels. 
Yeah. And his, or hem- his lack hem- of hemorrhoids. Balls. A listener of ours related with Ari saying that he has hemorrhoids as well. I won't say who it is, but I know who it is. <laughs> uh, you know, the sloth doesn't take, he doesn't shit or piss for like. Sloth from Goonies? <laughs> yeah. Is that why he was always yelling? He's still alive. Because he was constipated. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Is that guy still around who played him? That guy was a football player. And they said the helmet had trouble fitting on his conical head. When he bought glasses, they had to be specially fitted because one eye was down by his fucking under his nose. Hey, man, you got any of that rocket fuel Mountain Dew over here? uh, You know, I heard this rocket fuel over here. Heard you drink this shit. This gets real fucking wasted. Best part about it, you can spit it in a gas tank and a lot of cars will take it. And then someone's like, you know, it's, it's called racing fuel, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, man, that's yeah, just like a trendy name for a new vodka, man. It's like gasoline, only it's safer. That's what it's called, <laughs> racing fuel. Man, this fuel ain't racist. But I will say this, it's still not as bad as some of the shit that they fucking drink out of that moonshine. I've had some fucking moonshine from a buddy who brought it from Nashville, Tennessee, and some of that shit. How I, was it? I feel like it was gasoline. Well, maybe it was Vaseline. Do you drink gasoline? I did. Intent? Yeah. So what are you talking about these kids? I mentioned it. I said I was four years old and I didn't even drink enough to puke. So I obviously knew it was bad and I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> these guys, you didn't mix it with Mountain Dew. I did. It's much more. Uh, uh, we only we only had uh, uh, Welch's Grape in my garage. You only had Sam's Choice Cola? Do you have any Wildwoods? I don't even know what's, what's Sam's Choice. Sam's from Sam's Club? I don't think we had Sam's Club where I'm from. You didn't? No. It's uh, it was B- the predecessor to Costco. We had BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think somebody just knocked on your door. Yeah, it was Zach lunch, but I didn't let him in. I changed the locks again. Uh, this seems to have worked. 2016, we're phasing out a segment of the show called Farts. Someone in the reviews Stunned. said uh, he wanted less farts. I know. I think we should go. Let, I think we should just be done with them. You want to be done with farts? We have new segments. We just can't fit the, the old segments in. We got to get rid of them. If you disagree with that, please uh, either email O'Neill. Cla- a classic O'Neill uh, uh, voting system is set in place. More farts, less farts. You can farts. do surveys on Twitter, like questions on Twitter like that. I could ask. Oh, can you? More or less. I think we get rid of them. We're getting older. We're maturing. I think we should just be done with them. <laughs> okay. So, tit, tit picks are already gone. Let's quit and send them. Quinn, welcome back. Is this, are we phasing into after the show right Dude, now? Dude, we've been into after the show talk oh, you did, you since s- I said we're on Ari Shafir's. S- oh, when was that? How many minutes ago? That was a few minutes ago. Were you washing dishes? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was once washing dishes in my apartment, and all of a sudden... My doors were locked, but I turned and there was an Asian man standing there. And he said, like, the speed that I was doing the dishes. <laughs> he was that I should learn uh, not only karate and kung fu and aikido, but among other things. Dude, I primarily, in order to get my black belt in taekwondo, I primarily trained in dishwashing only. Pretty exclusively. Really? Wow. A lot of tournaments that I went to. We're dishwashing only. That was the weirdest story because it went from an Asian man. I, I thought an Asian man named like Mori Mo, or Sakamoto. It sounded like he was in in uh, Japan. At the famous wagon wheel. He claims that he went to Japan at a young age too. But the <laughs> wagon wheel in Japan. <laughs> what a fucking piece. The of, Cocos of Japan. What a piece of shit, Seagal right, is. Well, Go fuck yourself, Seagal, if you're listening. Give us a five-star view, Stephen. Dude, we got to reach out. We got to get this guy to respond to us. 
How? <laughs> just got to keep attacking him. We need to find him in person and have and microphones on us and taunt him. I don't think it'd be, you know, one time he was, uh, my ex-girlfriend when I was living, uh, where I live now, but a few blocks up, she ran into him. Where? Down by the Vista Theater, dude. What was he on doing? Sunset and, was he by uh, himself? Hillhurst. No, like she, he looked like he was getting, he was filming something, but she ran into him. Does she know where he is And now? I was like, that's awesome. Um, no, but he's around. I would love to throw a piece of pizza at him out of a moving car. <laughs> he would catch him with his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He'd catch him between oh, his teeth. The joke's on you, my friend, because I love pizza. I was, um, I was at the Dolly Parton theme park and, uh, <laughs> I was. I did a demonstration with a man named Mortimataraco Perez, one of these Mexican, men. one of these controversial Dollywood employees, <laughs> the one who thinks Dolly Parton looked better before she had big fake titties. That interview was terrible. There was no follow up questions to any of that bizarre I information. Think part, I've never seen an interview where there is a follow up question to anything. I think in it's order to interview, get an interview, yeah, you, you cannot. There's no questions allowed. You just let him go. Which is bullshit. Yeah. When he comes on Danish and O'Neill, we're going to fucking grill him. <laughs> By the way, we should maybe tease. There's a possibility. Uh, one of our first guests that we can advertise being on the show. Maybe a fella who beat Norm McDonald's, as he calls him. If we get this guy on, on the Star show, Search. it's going to be gold. Trust us on this. Now, it's going to be a different type of show. It'll be, it'll but... be a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. It'll be an interview. Do you have any man. of the other? Do you have any of the other uh, audio that we have of him? I think so. Where he's talking about fucking you want me to pussy try, by the pound. Should I try to find it? Yeah, I have it on mine. I What's have it, it called? keyed up. It's probably in uh, your garage band. It's probably still. I in have there. it in my iTunes. Hold on. Oh, do you? Yeah. So yeah, it's probably under Bushman. So Bushman, uh, we may have talked about him before, but he's a comedy store legend that we're actually going to have on the show. He. Beat Norm Macdonald on Star Search, and he is from Africa, and he had a huge <laughs> career. He was on Letterman. He did Night at the Improv. He was all over the place, but somehow he wound up homeless. All right, let's see where this comes in the interview. Okay. I'm going to a random part. Okay. Have they ever scissored in front of you? Huh? I don't know if he knows what that is. Uh, so a, in Ameri- do, they, uh, do they do it in Liberia where they take their vaginas and ram them into each other? If they did, I, they never showed me that. I, I, oh, well, I think it's a good time to bring up the Bushman. Never had a blowjob until he came to the U.S. In Africa, apparently, well, at least in Liberia, we can only speak for one country. The Bushman was not familiar with blowjobs, right? Mm-hmm. And then you came to the U.S. What happened? I became transformed. <laughs> I became in. I started indulging. It's, it's, tell, us, tell us the story yeah, of when you really got that first blowjob. Remember you told us that once? Yeah, so you want this on this show? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Bush. Really? You know, but, you know, it's just like, I, I, I still don't want to believe this is something real. It, it, what, the podcast? <laughs> yeah. This, this oh, come real. on, Bush, you're Dude, insulting. In his defense, that never came out. <laughs> <laughs> that was like four years ago. 
<laughs> we were. Uh, I got. I almost got to hear the blowjob. No, well, that's a teaser. Do you want to hear it? No, that's a teaser. We, Maybe we'll just play that fucking interview <laughs> as opposed because it's a pain to get him over here. He always takes some sort of odd form of transportation. You that you have to end up driving to a location to either, pick him up where he gets have, dropped off. You either have to pay for it, which we had to do once. Well, it was like sixty dollars. We put him on Daddy Knows Best. He was in uh, a fake. He, he, his pre-Uber days. When like, I saw him a few days ago, he demanded money for that. That was three years ago. And uh, the other time when he came to do our, uh, that was like a pilot. We were just seeing if we had what it takes to do our own podcast years ago. Uh, he brought some random man to my apartment. But he was like a child soldier from like, like Uganda yeah, or something. Yeah, something. And, and he, that dude sketched me the fuck out. And he just sat in my living room. He didn't when, speak English. And we went really. in the studio and Bushman was like, yeah. He's gonna join the Navy. Oh yeah! <laughs> it's like, and who is first this he guy? goes, "Hey man, you be able to be cool here?" Because he's I'm going in here for like two hours. And the guy's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." The guy just sat in my living room. I think with the TV off because we couldn't have the volume on. Yeah, because he did, he did just sit here with nothing. nothing. He didn't have a book. He just stared at the fucking wall. <laughs> just in my living. He's like, room. "This is better, I guess, than fucking killing uh, civilians." He in almost a village. went to come in the room, which isn't a big room we were recording in, oh, and man. we were like, "Hey, man, he can't come in here." And Bushman's like, "Yeah, man, you got to stay out there." Well, Bushman's a huge pain in the ass to get there, but once you get him settled in, he's always gold. I mean, as you heard from that story. When, Why don't we just play that you instead wanna, of having them in? No, not now. We've teased the blowjob story, but we'll play next episode. Let's skip ahead. There's no way I can tell you what the time frame, time period for all that. How, how do you know this? Compilation. How do you know this information is true that, that your brother did, in fact, have sex with this woman? Because oh wait, pause it. <laughs> he remember he said his brother had the sex with the president of Liberia when they were both at Harvard together. She was a woman. He got a little shy about it as the interview went on because yeah. we kept hitting about it, <laughs> talking about how hard he was fucking her. <laughs> he goes, "Oh, he fucked us so hard." Uh, so what do you guys want? Do you want us to re-interview Bushman? Do you want us to release the old Bushman interview? Do you want both? Keep in mind <laughs> getting them in here. And also, you might have to slog through two hours of horse shit to get like... No, I know the Bush. Once you say light <laughs> camera action, Bush is giving but you it, everything you got. It'll be an all Bush episode. There's no, there's nothing else in there. No, it's going to be all Bush all the yeah. time. You and know what? Bush is the Liberian Garrison Keeler. And he has updates <laughs> instead of Lake Wobegon. Lake Liberia. It's Lake Liberia. Oh, oh no. yeah. Lake, Lake Sierra Leone. Where the men are strong and the lions will kill you. That's <laughs> part of his material. Uh, so we'll call him. He said he's got his Obama phone now. What does that mean? Obama gave people... Yeah, Jeffrey's like 27 now. He's a 27-year-old wow. man who's 6'10". You imagine <laughs> Bushman spanks Bush him. Bushman spanks him because he says his dick's bigger than his and he thinks his dick's <laughs> no. respectful. No. He did. He was younger. It's true. I used to spank him not because of anything, because he's just a mischievous child. You know? At what age was he yeah. taller than you, Seth? <laughs> Bushman's about 5'6". He's 6'10". Bushman is the African Forrest Gump. He really is a fascinating Unbelievable. Man. He, he's, he's lived a, a crazy life. We have to have when he was, remember he was squatting in that house and there was a can lady who <laughs> would come every night to dig through the cans like and he lured her into the house to have sex like with Seagal, her. Like Seagal, a lot of his stories seem fake, but most of them do not, unlike Seagal, make him seem good. They make him seem terrible, but he tells yeah. you them anyway. Probably the greatest Bushman moment I ever had was when he said he fucked a woman in a tree. So we went down. That's not true. It was two blocks from no, the comedy store. No, I know he told store, you that, but there's no, but no We went down there to find the tree. He said it was this tree. <laughs> so we lifted him up. We put him in the tree. 
and he was just swinging back and forth with his arms and we're like so this is how you did it he goes yeah he goes give me a push and I pushed him he goes that's what I thrusted inside her how high up in the air was he was a woman eight Dude, feet tall he, it was like a, we had to lift him up to put him in the tree I know but how so would that work so there's this 50 or 60 year old man <laughs> swinging a tree telling no, me I'm this saying, how he fucked how the woman how high would the woman's pussy have to be Oh, dude, she would have to be suspended in the fucking, yeah. His feet were five, four feet off the ground. What kind of story is He stuck with it, though. He claims it was true. Judging by the Bushman, it might have been true. American Ninja Warrior fucking. Let's, do you really want to get him on? Let's get him on next episode. 30, we'll have him on every 30 episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. Every fucking. I, think. I gave, I got his number. We'll I mean, them. we'll try to get him on. You know, the bush can be hard to reach. No, dude, he was jonesing. He was jonesing for this. What did he say? Oh, come on, Aaron. He wants to be on the show? He said, Aaron, come on. He calls me Aaron because when I first saw him, I told him my name was Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> Aaron Brockovich. Uh, yeah, dude, he, he was like, come on, man. He wants to work with us again? We've worked with him oh, yeah. a bunch of times. Sporadically. Over our careers, but we go years without. I haven't seen him in probably... What four years? I told him he missed out on a lot of acting opportunities that we were going to put him in. What do we had some stuff for the shit that we have coming up? What do he say? Oh, he was pissed, dude. Of course, he was pissed. Man, dude, I might even have those old. I might bring in those recordings of the messages. Fuck, do I have any of those left? Probably the Bushman not. messages for the movie. Probably not, but uh, yeah, we'll try. And someone asked me today on Twitter when we're going to get your father on the show. He's he's getting elusive. <laughs> Ever, he's ever he, more elusive. He said we should lure him in with beer, but I, he he's got his like, own supply. Seems like he wasn't too uh, into the idea of coming. I thought it'd be a slam dunk, but I'll talk to him again. He's, he's, he's I don't know. I saw him a few days or a week ago. What's new with him? Quick, Steve O'Neill after the show update. Nothing. Nothing seems new. Seems to be settling down. What do you mean? Like with your mother after forty five <laughs> years of marriage? It just seems. <laughs> I don't know. What's settling down? Seems to like death. He, seems like that fire is. is it's he doesn't dimming? have the rage. You got to get something that will enrage. But he's him. smoking weed now. I think he is. Does he like kind of wander seems around like, like an old dog around the backyard looking for a place to curl up and and call it a day? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I'll ask him again. But Bushman, maybe Steve O'Neill sure. and Bushman. Oh my! God. Oh, they would do it. He would love both of them. Would love each other. Oh yeah, to match me. We in wouldn't heaven. be able to get a word in edgewise. <laughs> they just do it as the Bush and O'Neill. <laughs> Bush, Bush and O'Neill. It would be. <laughs> Let's hear another snippet uh, of the Bush. I skipped ahead. Hold on, let me skip even further ahead. See where we land on the spin the Bushman interview segment. Further ahead, what happens? Why do you guys break up? It's personal. Man, I, I really, do you want to not is, air it? Okay, no. we'll just go. Okay, so you get divorced. Now you're living in your car. <laughs> well, but we're getting to the good stuff again. That was a big fast forward. You know what? That came too, too sudden. That was sudden. But Bush, because I, I got to bring... That's how, those are hard-hitting <laughs> questions. <laughs> I think that's really going to whet the people's appetite. You got divorced. You started living in your car. Dude, his kid would have been like seven foot six. Oh, man. If he had had the proper Bush. nutrition. The His son was living in that car with him. Down by the river. Oh, it was a so van. we'll get the bush on. So we're and going we'll even, for it next we week. We even have a little documentary we made about, 
Uh, yeah, we tell might as well. Come I mean, alone? make something different. I want no entourage. I, dude, I don't think... Yeah, I think you tell him that. I think it doesn't matter. He'll still... Ugh. He says he lives in Koreatown, though. He is Korean. So he's uh, he's closer. We could do it. Well, I'm not, he's not staying. He's not coming into my place. Why not? Dude, I'm not having him in my place. <laughs> Why should I have to have him in my place? Because if he, he lives near me, he'll end up coming back over there uninvited. No, he won't. <laughs> he'll show up, dude. You don't let him in. What about if it's just uh, my... My lady friend. She could fight him off. He's small. <laughs> but he's charming. <laughs> he is charming. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. We've we're going way over here. Sometimes you gotta, man. We're at an hour thirty three. It is a long after the show segment. All right. Uh so ne- yeah, so next week let's try to we'll try to make it. no guarantees, but uh we'll try. Leave us a uh, five star review, text uh whatever. Text something in there. And then the title of next week's episode will be We Got Bush. <laughs> We've got Bush. By the way, we're on Stitcher. I don't know if you need to hear. I'll probably tweet that Did out. Did they t- accept it? Yeah. We have seven listeners. <laughs> that's it. That's not bad. Uh, it's the seven we were missing. Yeah. I've been the Danish. And this is O'Neill. We're Danish and O'Neill. Yeah. Episode 29 is in the books. Don't drink Mountain Dew and Racing Fuel. Stay tuned for the Dirty 30 with the Bushman, maybe, next week. Uh, We'll see you then. Fartsburg, PA. Bye-bye. Good night.